Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I am doubly excited for our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. Well, they are the resident criminologists of the podcast Time Warp Radio. It's Katie Tomedy and Haley Mervini. Yay! Oh, hello! Okay! okay. Somebody's <laughs> game to play. What is I this, an it. echo chamber? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what an honor. We've never Welcome. had two. We've had one person, like, say it back to us a couple of times. Yeah. Never two times. It's really, it was We're really like a reflection. happy to be your first. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> We were virgins. <laughs> if that's a Rocky Horror reference, I'm not going to get it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> not yet. I'm going to get quite a few of them. Okay, actually. that's fair enough. They're fair so enough. culturally ingrained at this point that it's Yeah, you like... don't even know that you know Rocky Horror. I guess, oh, yeah. Right? yeah. It's like, does a lobster know water? No. <laughs> exactly. Do they know a tank or a boiling pot of water? Nothing. Nope. No, they, they don't, don't know, know the difference. Mm-hmm. Toy um, besides the movie we're going to discuss today, are you guys a fan of like the midnight movie like experience? Like, would you go to like see like revivals and things back in the times when we could do that? <laughs> well, we're performers in the shadow cast in oh, uh, Santa Ana at the Frida Cinema. So we actually okay. perform the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's yes. so fun. <laughs> we're the weirdos that you were just asking if we went to go see. Yeah, we're them. We're them. That's yes. us. We, you don't go see them because you're too busy being them. Exactly. <laughs> nice. So what is very thematic? Very thematic, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Do they? How often do they happen? Like at the theater? Like was it once a month? Once a week? So for our cast, it's once a month. But our sister casts one in Long Beach and one up in Santa Monica. They do it every week. Well, they would when the world wasn't ending. Yeah, sure. 
Is there different, like, do different, like, uh, theaters or cities have, like, their own spin or flavors? Like, is there room to put your own, like, stamp on things? Oh, totally. Yeah, it's, there are certain things that are, like, I'd say canon. Right. That, like, Please. Everybody we know the knows phrase, yes. All of the callbacks and Damn It, Janet. Slut, right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Excuse me? I don't know where this is coming from, John. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> don't play coy, Mark. Oh, I see. I, I, okay. But then there are like regional callbacks <laughs> or like regional things that are, you know, you have to do it when you're in, um, I think like Madison, Wisconsin, because when Brad asks, does anybody know how to Madison? They're, they're oh, like, course. have this huge response to that oh. because, you know, it's Madison, Wisconsin. So, like, there are definitely, like, regional things for sure. How I do you, people... like, break in? Like, how do you, like, do you have to audition? Like, how do you join this? Like, what's Some the... casts, yes. Do you want to join cast? Absolutely you not. Yes, come on down. <laughs> he's in bed by 10. There's no way he's, he's making it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you just um, first become obsessed with the movie because gotcha. you spend a lot of time watching it. Like, makes sense. So <laughs> much time watching it, like time that you thought you wanted to spend sleeping, you spend watching it, <laughs> and all of a sudden you start bleeding from the eyes, and that's when you know that you're ready. They're like, "You're ready, okay? <laughs> that's my fandom. <laughs> Here's your boa, yeah. and they just push you out on stage. Exactly, and exactly. Out. And it can you can come prepared at any end of the spectrum. Like there are certain performers who are like cosplayers before they decide to oh, shadow cast. Right. So they'll create their entire wardrobe of costumes that are just exact replicas of these gorgeous costumes by mm -hmm. Sue Blaine right. and uh or you have performers who invest in costumes and you just start going you go all the time yeah so how long yeah. have you guys been in the shadow cast like how long have you been performing in the the, the live show ver like element of it I've been doing it for a decade now oh my god okay. and like on and off for that long-ish. Sure. I lived in New Mexico growing up, so we didn't exactly have Rocky Horror mm -hmm. uh, there. Like we had one yearly showing of it oh, at see. the like gotcha. yearly, at the local. <laughs> we we banned the movie in the state. <laughs> no, There's extreme. no references for us in this movie, so no. <laughs> Um, but then when I came out to, when I moved out to California, like seven years ago, I started going to the cast that Katie was on. We didn't know each other. We, okay. um, I'm sure I saw her a few times. I had to have. And I Probably just the sparkly one down in the front. It's usually me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just never, I had to, it took me a while to like get the confidence to do it because it's very much a burlesque. And right. I had to, I think, um, appreciate it in a different way than mm -hmm. if I had just uh, joined when I was 18, but Katie's been doing it forever. Yeah. Did you guys have like performing like backgrounds before you did this or was this kind of like your first thing into doing something like live in front of an audience? Um, I did musical theater in uh, high tracks. school. There you so. go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were like, okay, that's just the next logical step since I know I'm not going to be professional right. musical theater girl. So let's but just do Rocky Horror. You say that, yeah. but when I started going to uh, the cast in Long Beach is called Midnight Insanity. Um, 
I, that it changed my perception of what shadow casting was. I realized that there was LA like caliber talent and people who are actors living in LA on their off time, <laughs> mining, Just doing Rocky Horror. Doing Rocky like, Horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very talented performers, very committed actors who have the time and dedication and energy to bringing this 45 year old movie to life <laughs> to like crowds that are just always 18 like right. yeah, yeah right people. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's nuts but yeah I was like holy cow professionals are actually doing this now <laughs> and uh little did she know it's just from a bunch this? of people right. <laughs> I wish we don't even get paid it's fine I don't want to talk even about a drink it I've been ticket? doing this okay. for free for 10 years <laughs> You don't get paid to interrupt a movie? This is outrageous. I demand a base rate. Are there like rivalries between, I can't imagine it's like a, it seems like a very like welcoming environment. So like, are there like rivalries between like cities? Like, well, you know, uh, you know, San Diego does this thing. You know, they kind of phone it in. (laughs) They don't really use toast. They use uh, Eggo waffles. So they're kind of not really. (laughs) That's just stale bread. (laughs) There are definitely some casts that, um, We'll, we'll kind of like judge other casts because they're not as what we call screen accurate. So they'll be like, oh my gosh, our cast is like flawless, blah, 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 whatever. And that oh. cast, they don't even have like real sequins or what. And it's like, it's okay. Oh, Are we elitist now? I didn't right, realize. Right. It's, it's missing the point of the joy the of the spirit of it. It's yeah. all yeah. the point of like appreciating and interpreting the movie that has a bazillion different interpretations. Like you could take any piece of dialogue and be like, oh, they mean this or this other thing or Or, this other thing. Or if we look even deeper into like the C and D plots, (laughs) like it is so crazy wild up for bazonk interpretation that like, so is shadow casting. So like, Mm. I think as long as it's happening somewhere in every state, it's important. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially in the last year, there's been such a like coming together online on yes. Instagram, on Facebook. TikTok. They had like yeah. a full live show on TikTok. But oh, cool. just all of the cast kind of having a moment. Yeah. yeah. Connecting like the family ties of like, well, we all do this weird hobby. Mm-hmm. Like we might as well get along. It's a hobby. No one's getting paid. Officially a hobby. Yes. yes. Life is too short for warring between shadow casts. Yeah. Seriously. The pandemic has taught us anything. I just and, come for the movie. I love the movie. Is there any so. sort of like resource where like all these different casts or different like locations can share their sort of like the different responses and unique stuff like that that they do? We have a couple um, Facebook groups that we're a part of, but there's about a, a zillion of them. Um, gotcha. There's and like there's like different fan sites that have been improved over the last twenty <laughs> years, even that started as like rudimentary. This is what Janet's costume is. Mm-hmm. It's a pink gingham dress. It's a purple pantsuit, and it's evolved into being. It is this type of fabric oh, wow. with this oh, type gotcha. of fa- of pattern. If you want to make it yourself. Or here are links to Etsy costume designers that you can just purchase this, the costume totally made to your measurements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gotten like 
pretty intense. Like (laughs) there are some people who do some like really heavy duty research into like the specifics that went into the costumes, the props, all of that. And now that, you know, there's 3D printers, you have no excuse not for screen actors. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) One of our, um, one of our castmates, James, he makes props out of like um, poured resin and stuff. And and he makes the uh, slingshot that Eddie wears as a necklace. And he also makes the like pitchfork ray gun that Riff Raff has at the end. And that's the one that um, Seth Green used in the Wisconsin Democrats <laughs> show on Halloween. Wow, live there's one so many specifics on there. YouTube. <laughs> yes, so many specifics. And this is on <laughs> eBay right now. We could go bid on that. Is what I don't know. I think I think Seth Green probably kept it. He's a huge fan. He yeah, huge he fan. loves Rocky Horror. But it's like it spans to more than just like appreciating the costumes and appreciating the script. It's like also you can create set pieces if you wanted if that's how you wanted to participate you could do that if you wanted to learn how to do uh like lighting design on a show you could do that as tech Mm -hmm. in a shadow cast and it's just that's kind of why we've started examining the movie because (laughs) so many people say it's meaningless and when you ask them like what is your favorite part about it or like what do you think it means? They're, they say, oh, it's just a fun know. time. Kinda. It's so silly. <laughs> it's such a good time. But then when oh, you're like, dare okay, they. Do- <laughs> 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 and totally valid for them to just enjoy the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, we've seen it so many times that we were like, what is the deeper meaning? Like, we're going to dig right. in and we're going to find what the actual, like, deeper thing You're is. You're going to find it film. whether it's yeah. there or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> put it there. We will yeah. speculate yeah. wildly until we find yes. it. <laughs> and I want to know, like, it sets it apart. Like, it, there's no other movie that's lasted this long. It's so right. culturally relevant, not just in the United States, but it's so ingrained in the culture mm-hmm. if, of the United Kingdom and Australia and every continent, every country. Well, it originated has... in London, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in case you haven't guessed it, <laughs> I think it's time. Let's do uh, it. We're talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. In case you hadn't figured that one out, John, what's the deal with the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Mark, let me tell you the deal with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was directed by Jim Sharman, and it was written by Sharman and Richard O'Brien based on the stage musical The Rocky Horror Show with music, book, and lyrics by Richard O'Brien. It's a parody tribute to science fiction and horror B movies, and it tells the story of newly engaged couple Brad and Janet whose car breaks down in an isolated area and they must seek shelter at the residence of Dr. Frankenfurter, an alien transvestite who is creating a living muscle man in his laboratory. The film stars Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, Barry Boswick, Meatloaf, Richard O'Brien, Nell Campbell, Patricia Quinn, Peter Hinwood, Jonathan Adams, and is narrated by Charles Gray. It was released on August 15th, 1975, and has grossed over $170 million off a budget of $1.4 million, as far as I could find out. Uh, Roger Ebert noted that when first released, Rocky Horror Picture Show was ignored by pretty much everyone, including the future fanatics who would eventually count uh, the hundreds of times they'd seen it, but he considers it to be more of a long-running social phenomenon than a movie, but he does call Tim Curry as the best thing in the movie, maybe because he seems to be having the most fun. 
And although it was largely critically panned on initial release, it soon became the ultimate midnight movie when audiences began participating with the film at the Waverly Theater in New York City. People dressed up as characters, talked back to the screen, and threw rice and toast at key moments, and thus a cultural phenomenon was born. It is still in limited release 45 years after its premiere, making it the longest running theatrical release in film history. And in 2005, it was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress. And that is the deal with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wow, so there was never any doubt what movies you guys were gonna pick, but I guess I would just ask, <laughs> um, what was like the initial thing about it that like, you know, grabbed you? I guess, why, like why the, pa you know, what, where did this passion come from? I mean, for me, I saw it when I was about 12 years old, but I had listened to the soundtrack before that and like completely fallen in love with the music watched it super young and was just like, I have no idea what I just watched, but I loved it. And then just watched it over and over and haven't stopped watching it since then. I just, there's so, I, I think I have gushed enough about it, honestly, in that intro that I just rambled about. Um, I love that it's so much more than a movie and that, um, for me growing up, I didn't see the movie until I was, uh, had been 14 and my mom was sitting in the other room because it was on probably like MTV or VH1 and she was waiting until uh it met her threshold of like that, that that's enough you can turn that off now <laughs> and so I didn't end up seeing it I I stopped right around the bedroom scenes if you can okay so you made it through why. sweet transvestite though mm -hmm. yes and, uh, but I didn't get to see Janet's fruition. I didn't see gotcha. uh, what got to come of her character. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. So then when I saw it in its entirety, I think a couple of years later, I went to a, a shadow cast that happened to be there and uh, fell in love with it. And it's just so strange. And Oh my gosh, it's so strange, but that's so interesting too, you know? Sure. So yeah, sounds like you love it. I'm gonna guess love it's your- it. Oh yes, oh my gosh, it love it. I have a question, Shadowcats only, is that term only used for Rocky Horror or is it also used for like other like midnight movies? They have shadow casts for Repo, the genetic opera. Mm -hmm. Makes okay. sense. Mm -hmm. And then there's starting to be a wave of shadow casts doing the room. I'm hearing a lot of derision okay. in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so within certain shadow, within the certain movie, the shadow casts all get along. But from yeah, one movie to another, shadow cast. Shade is being thrown in the shadow cast. Listen, Repo, it's a movie that exists. Yeah. And, but <laughs> the room, okay. True. The I room. did see a midnight movie of the room in like, it was at the sunset five when it was like playing uh -huh. at every theater in the room at midnight, every theater, every like cinema yeah. in the theater. It was on five <laughs> screens essentially. And Tommy Wiseau came out to introduce each one. So they're all like Aww. staggered 15 minutes. He tried to claim it was an intentional comedy. We wrong. were like, no, no, wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not. No but I didn't it. bring it, but like people were like throwing spoons every time you mm -hmm. see a spoon and then people start playing football. And like, it was like, that is like how you are, should see that movie mm -hmm. in like a crowded yes. theater with everybody screaming. Like, yeah. Cause to sit it, watch it alone by yourself was like, not the point um, <laughs> john what's your background with rocky horror picture show 
Uh, well, I, you know, discovered it in high school, like a lot of people, I think. Uh, and I'd seen it in New York. <laughs> I think I only saw it once at a midnight screening. And I think it was for my sister's birthday. I was getting over a cold. So I was like stone cold sober. It was my sister's boyfriend, who's now her husband, and he doesn't drink. So he was also sober. My sister was like, well, I'm not going to be wasted while you two are sober. So we were like in our late 20s going to see this screening of Rocky Horror, like <laughs> at least 10 years older than everyone else in that theater. We were just like, oof. Um, but I do think it's a fun so show. Nervous. I think it's like like the, the score I think is fun. I think you can tell, like watching it again this time, I was like, well, you could tell that this was like written to be performed and like developed in a bar. You know what I mean? Where sure. it's just like, oh, oh and now yeah. it's this number. And now it's this number. Cause like, there definitely gets to be, like, I think it's super fun. And then I think right before it gets to the dinner scene, it starts to just slow down as a movie and starts mm -hmm. to feel kind of like a little sloggy. Um, and then like, it gets to the point where you're like, what's happening? They're like, it's time for the floor show. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, if I'm drinking in a bar, I'm like, yeah, of course, that, it's the floor show now. You know what I mean? Like then everything makes sense. Of course but when there's you a swatch, floor show right <laughs> Yeah, now. like of what course. else are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> They need a third act, um, but like with, but like as a movie, it's sort of there. Definitely gets to a point where you're going, "What is happening right now? What?" <laughs> mm -hmm. um, uh huh. But I think it's. I do think it's like it's just meant to be experienced, like in the excitement, in the room, in that sort of like, that sort of thrill of like I can imagine like in the '70s when like this sort of sense of like alternative sexuality and like other weird things that you could do with such a unique idea and so like foreign to so many people that it could feel like such a revelation and such like an exciting thing to discover and it could be so great whereas now you know like it it lacks the sort of that excitement because we've just seen so many more crazier things uh, <laughs> you know all the time like on our phones you know but sure. um <laughs> on our phones but i definitely think it's like a it's a it, it is a fun show i think it you know what i mean like i think the music is is fun like as a musical i think it it, it holds up pretty well i mean there's a few numbers i'm like all right uh <laughs> but i overall do enjoy it and think it's fun and like i get why so many people like even if i don't like totally like i didn't never like a like totally latched onto and obsessed with it but i understand why people do and I do think it's enjoyable. Like, it's not one of those things where I'm like, why do people like this? I'm like, right. I got it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Mark? What do you bring into Rocky I Horror? I thought I had seen the whole thing before. It turns out I hadn't because <laughs> when I watched it. <laughs> so I had never really seen it before. So I've never been to the midnight, a midnight screening of it. So I'm, I honestly seen it in like the worst possible setting, you know, and there's an element <laughs> of like, yeah, it feels like. It kind of feels like you're showing up to a party three hours late and everyone else is drunk and you're like sober and you're like, right. um, oh yeah. <laughs> how do what do I where's my safe landing point? Um, where's my point of entry? But I do think like it is a lot of fun. I love that time warp number. It's such yeah. a, a hoot. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of as I was watching that with like the Transylvanians, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like the key to like it's like popularity because like all those Transylvanians are like people of all different ages and sizes and like yeah. it's a really diverse a lot like the dancers in uh, Mamma Mia whenever there's a dancing queen number sure. we see people of all different shapes and right. I think it's that like kind of like yeah yeah that movie in the movie of Rocky Horror it's almost like letting the audience like who those who feel like othered maybe like everyone's welcome here and I felt like that was that really came through for me once like we saw that all the transfer the Transylvanians in the time Morton. but as a movie is it a good movie I don't know I don't think that's the point of whether to be <laughs> it's definitely an entertaining watchable movie Tim Curry's obviously like you can't not watch a single mm -hmm. thing he does right um mm -hmm. 
So it is just like a pure star power performance. And uh, oh, is it, so much it definitely feels like they made it up as they went along, but that's okay, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was never bored. It's, it's better than a funny girl, I'll tell you that much. Um, okay. So all that said, as you may or may not know, but I suspect you do, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. And we have very complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge these movies. So we're gonna go through a ton of categories. And at a certain point, yeah. you guys, are going to create a category which will then be added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. What does that matter? Nothing doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> but this is our first, these are our top five current gayest movies ever with an 83% clue. That's number five. Number four with an 85.19%, The Lost Boys. Number three with an 86.92%, Death Becomes Her. Number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one, Still unbeatable with a 94.83% female. Female trouble. Yeah. That's right. Uh, of course. So <laughs> I had to get, where do you guys think Rocky Horror is going to end up? Is it too cocky to say it's going to top the list right now? You well, think it's going to be number you one? Say it. You think it's going to be female trouble? Say it. Say it. I don't want to be um, biased in my rating. So any. I think we're well past that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No one's buying but any this category argument. that I'm like, I immediately want to give a hundred to, I will give a 95. Well, you four. just have to listen you to your heart. It, and I will say, um, so you think it's going to be beat female trouble. That's tough because female trouble is pretty gay. It's pretty gay. Yeah. We, so we talked to Peaches Christ on I'm our Peaches. show. Mm-hmm. She was equally inspired by both movies, Female Trouble and Rocky Horror okay. Picture Show. So if it's not going to beat it, it's going to be very close. very close. I definitely think it's gayer than Clue, Tim Curry's other gotcha. uh, top in the second category. most iconic performance. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love Clue so Although much. Pennywise. Sure. Pennywise is pretty I good. think Pennywise is third. You think? I think, done... I think it's Rocky, uh, Wadsworth, Pennywise. No, I yeah. would go Rocky, uh, Pennywise, Wadsworth. But Have these are all a type top three. Yeah. Uh, like the no. 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 Well, technically, that's be. a mini series. We haven't done. There's well, there's the Warner Brothers, the feature film, but they don't have no, Tim Curry no, chapter one or two. Uh-huh. And that second one's terrible. Yeah. It's pretty long. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into it. And we're <laughs> just gonna do it. When uh, the first group of categories are the canon categories. And for these, we're gonna all give a score between zero and a hundred. Then we take the average of all three. But when we have two people, I can't adjust the- uh, He doesn't know how to do it. So you two have to, to come it. up with the, your score together. You just have okay, to agree okay. on a score. She will be my, um, what's it called? My gate. Yeah, we'll smush it together. We balance each other out. Yeah. Exactly, right. thank you, yes. All right, so our first category, how would you score the Rocky Horror Picture Show on a scale of one to 100 in actual gay characters? Okay, we talked about this one. We did. Okay. So, okay, so how, well, I have a question about how high to rate the people who are vaguely bisexual. Say that vaguely, counts. what's vaguely? <laughs> like, what do you mean, like Brad? Who, who yeah, dabbles? if that's not, unless that's totally overt, and we can say that Brad is like overtly <laughs> bisexual, then I just want to know how if I should give this. I think five what's sort of up to you, you know? Yeah, I think vaguely bisexual would be riff. 
I feel like Riff would be the vaguely bisexual one. Okay, so. so do we have any? But do we have any real sense of Riff's sexual attractions? No, that's why I'm saying vaguely bisexual. Oh, gotcha. He puts the, the energy. He, gotcha. gives he does yeah. give gay energy, so I'm like. Mm. He to me he doesn't and give he's... gay energy so much as he gives a like. Do you have money that I need for my fix? Then I'll fuck yeah, you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Ooh. Like he's like that. I have See, that I've from him more than anything else. That he was uh, equally spurned by Frank and like Frank. Ah, uh, that's probably true because it seems like he's. And... That's just what he does. He doesn't. If he doesn't know how to. If he doesn't want to fuck you, he doesn't know what to do with you. Mm-hmm. And other like for totally not gay characters, mm-hmm. I think Eddie is not gay. That's a controversial opinion. But he has sex with Frank. I think he tried it. Well, I don't Frank think that's is also zero. an alien, so. Good point. Very so, good I mean, point. Does that, does that, if it's a different species, does that make you gay or straight? Does that, no, does that, does that binary go out the window at this point? <sighs> I mean, but for all intents and purposes, Dr. Yeah. Frankenfurter is gay. You know what I mean? He's like, or at yeah. least queer. Totally gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say 85. Yeah, that's that's generous. I was gonna say seventy. Wow. Let's do seventy-five. 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 I'm gonna go higher because I think you've got. I mean, Frankenfurter, who yeah, who's just is gonna fuck anything. But I think Rocky (laughs) is like you know designed to be in love with Frankenfurter. You don't Mm -hmm. get the sense that he's into any of the women. So you know, Brad definitely uh, dabbles. Except for Janet. Rocky does. Oh, that's true. I would say he prefers Janet Janet to Frank. Do you think it's the sexual, the like the the sex part, or just the like the way Janet treats him? She's sweet to him. It's I think both. it's more She's that. She's so nice and so nurturing, but then he also is like satisfying his animal urges. Of course, I mean he so. was you know, born to to please. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think. I think unlike if you if you go if you go by the the belief that like ten percent of people are gay, I think. Ten percent of people in Rocky Horror are absolutely straight, so I'll give it a ninety yeah. for actual gay characters. I'll also give it a ninety. Give it in an average of eighty-five, which is five points lower than The Bride of Frankenstein, but eighty I'm points shocked. higher than Just Friends. Okay. Okay. All righty. <laughs> Not bad. Bring it. Bring yeah. It. All right. Our next category: How are you going to rate the Rocky Horror Picture Show on drag queen inspiration? Okay, this one's a hundred. I can't argue this one because, like. Can we argue that shadow casting is kind of like a drag show? Sure. Sure. I mean, I think just Frankenfurter alone has just sort of like launched so mm-hmm. much. But I also think this is a time to bring up uh, Aiden Zane. Thank you. I had that book. <laughs> and, <laughs> and his uh, unfortunate, Oof. unfortunately Oof. legendary performance on Snatch Game. Uh, as Patricia Pat is Quinn. still mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> I found a quote. She like was furious. She mm-hmm. came out and said, "I never met this man." <laughs> and then the favorite quote I found this article of, of her quote. It said, "I did not respect being. I did not respect being described as an old cookie woman, or being <laughs> depicted as a washed up actress who has taken too many drugs." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, she is not so definitely, and, and there was actually Drag Race did a whole uh, challenge, uh, Rocky Horror challenge once. Yeah, so. I mean, I think this movie just inspired so many people to experiment and explore stuff. So oh, yeah. I mean, well, also like um, Dragula, they do a, sh- a floor sure. show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's yeah. directly inspired. Peaches does literally a Rocky Horror show every year for Halloween. Yeah. So. 
A hundred. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah, I'll also give it a hundred. I think you gotta, I think this is it. This, yeah. this is a movie that launched a thousand drag queens. I'm also least. giving it a hundred. Tying it with Mommy Dearest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. Our next category, gay icons. How would you rate the Rocky Horror Picture on gay icons? 95. 95. <laughs> Tim Curry, Frankenfurter, 100. So let's deal with 97. 97. Okay. Well, there's 97. also Susan Sarandon. I would say she's something of a gay icon. Yes. Someone, gay. sure. The, yeah. the woman owns a okay. chain of ping pong restaurants. Not and anymore. Also, <laughs> well, she did. That's the fact that she did. Frankenfurter has the um, pink, the triangle on his shirt, which is a literal icon mm -hmm. for gay. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that the Nazis used in a really right, but it was taken back by Act Up. Right, right. <laughs> always in any like photo of her on like a red carpet doing any kind of promotional material, she has some, some kind of tasteful nip slip. Okay. She was free in the nipple before free the nipple was free the nipple. <laughs> okay, a hundred. Well, yeah, you convinced me a hundred. A hundred. Yeah, I'll go a hundred on this as well. I mean, it is just the whole thing is pretty iconic. <laughs> kind of like the movie itself is a gay icon almost. Yeah. <laughs> Giving yes. it an average of a hundred, okay. which is 0. Wow. 0.77 points higher than the Lost Boys. Okay. <gasps> Pretty good. All right. All right. Our next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? I mean, there's also quite a lot of like female gaze because both the men and the women are all so sexy like mm -hmm. they all have sexy <laughs> moments they all have their like right. coming to their sexuality but on the flip side of that we don't get a lot of lingering shots that's true it's very tastefully shot and like the bedroom scenes are <laughs> through the curtain and stuff yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the floor show that i'd call it oh Useful, yes. exactly the word I'd use for it. But we do get that good close up on like the humping of the boa during Rocky, yeah. Rocky's floor show. Oh, yeah. Right. If you have not already come by the floor show, that's what you came for. Yeah, that's like the you came. <laughs> well, I clearly was watching this movie <laughs> yeah. wrong. You are. I mean, you got to do it again. <laughs> I do think um, the scene where they're like unwrapping Rocky is all about like his body, you know what I mean? They oh, yeah, meant to be it like, is. oh. It's also Nell's body, Columbia's body, um, because you get all of those like panning upward shots of Peter Hinwood's glistening muscular legs, but then Correct. you also get Nell's fishnets and mm -hmm. her cute little butt and her sparkly shorts. Does you've that got help two the male of, gaze though? Yeah. <laughs> you've got two of the opposite gaze here. Yeah. So, I see, I'm I sorry. see, I gotcha, gotcha. That's no, quite all right. I get we're, it, I get We're it. like, woo. Ooh, um, no. Everyone wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's been pretty gay. I think a hundred. Okay. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, I mean you've got you've got Rocky who is just in a you know a, a gold lame loincloth, mm -hmm. and I think uh, Barry Boswick and I think Barry Boswick <sighs> looks sexier in his underwear than Susan Sarandon looks in hers. Yeah, well, she doesn't beautiful. look sexy. Kel surprise. I'm biased, maybe. <laughs> But then, of course, it's like Tim Curry is just like sexing oh, all Tim over the Curry. place. Everyone's sexual awakening. Yeah. Like that is, people see that and they're like, is he a man or a woman? I'm right. intrigued. Mm, or and what the answer am I? is yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's pretty high. I'll go 95. 95. Um, I couldn't tell. I tried to look to see if the director was gay, but it was inconclusive. I couldn't you quite ladies know. Um, he's a little controversial, that one. So okay. Okay. What, who, which one are we talking about? Are we the director. talking about- Jim Sharman. Not, Jim Sharman. Yes. Yes. Not, not, not uh, Richard O'Brien. I already I don't know up. about Jim Sharman. Actually, I don't know about Jim Sharman. He never got married, though, did he? Not that I know. Uh, about red flag. Oh, there you go. Um, and I don't think he has kids. And he, his big thing, his like, you know, when you do yoga and you're meditating for your life's mission, his life's sure. mission was doing <laughs> the <No. laughs> this national theater in Australia and like becoming the company director of that. Oh, so all right. That and was his like life goal after Rocky Horror. And he, the like, shows that he did before Rocky Horror were um, Jesus Christ Superstar and Hair. Okay, no slouch. Those, so, those are those are cast parties where things are going wherever they want to go. Thank you. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> On Jesus Christ Superstar of all things is nothing <laughs> sacred. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to give it an 80 on the male gaze. I don't think it's okay. that horny for the male form, personally. Um, there's a lot. I mean, I'm giving it an 80, but sure. compared to the, uh, I gave the Lost Boys a 20, and that's definitely a much hornier for men. You gave the Lost Boys what? a 20? But the no, no, no. I gave Lost guy. Boys a 90. I'm sorry. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so I'm giving this an 80. <laughs> I give mean, Lost Boys yeah. has the saxophone guy, so I get it. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I get it. The oiled up for no yeah. reason, like three minute long scene. Uh, I can think of a reason. Saxophone. There's definitely a reason. <laughs> There's definitely a reason. <laughs> it's not plot related, but there is a reason. <laughs> It's got uh, giving Rocky Horror a 91.67 in the male gaze, which is 10 points higher than Bride of Frankenstein. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Our next category, I think you make a lot of points here, entrances with pizzazz. Ooh. Quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got Frank coming out of the elevator with the cloak yeah. reveal. With Pretty Janet great. screaming. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Rocky being unbanded. Born. No, Absolutely. just born. His entire creation scene as an entrance. Nell yeah, exactly. on the jukebox. Mm. Uh huh. The Riff and Magenta in the spacesuits. <gasps> At 100. the end, 100. the takeover. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Frank in the floor show when he's. Uh, uh, after the, everyone's the thing lowers down. Yeah. And oh. he's on the. He's in front of the RKO. Yeah. Uh, broadcasting sim uh, uh, billboard. All of it. Eddie and Dr. Scott both have great entrances. Well, one on a motorcycle, great one song. crashing through a wall. Yes, you know? exactly. Exactly. Hey, I read that the uh, doctor crashes through the wall only because they hadn't designed the set with a door. I so am so glad you yes. brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the rumor of it. And we don't think that's true. It's not, it's like. It's Lord what's the real the... story about the <laughs> man in the Let's wheelchair crashing through it. the door? Yeah. <laughs> so, in the original stage show, Dr. Scott would just like come on from the wings. So, right. like, he didn't really have an, an entrance to make. But in the movie, if you consider that Dr. S uh, Frankenfurter's laboratory, the pink lab, right. um, is like a secret lab that can only be accessed via the elevator okay because that is the only way we see anybody besides any of Dr. the Scott. humans go into the laboratory uh -huh. so it's one of those where it's like i like that dr scott has to physically break into a rival scientist's laboratory to observe him um and also during um 
planet Schmanet when Janet is running throughout the house. Mm-hmm. Um, running away from Frank. It's a castle, but okay. <laughs> exactly. There's no it's phone a castle, here. Not a no house. phone to be found. <laughs> um, but Janet, if Dr. Scott had not burst through that wall, Janet would have been dead-ended somewhere in the castle. Oh, okay. Um, and they wouldn't That's... have been able to get back into the laboratory for the Medusa moment. That's the kind of thing you notice when you've watched the movie regularly for yeah, 10 years. Yeah, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but like people have probably made blueprints to the like castle and like, well, this no. is no. Come on. They, what no. do you guys, what are you, Mark, shadow cast, what are you sleeping on? <laughs> We're in a pandemic. It's been almost a year. Let's see some floor plans. Yeah, people have done it. No they one's recreated a it. Instead. Lego yeah. doesn't have a Rocky Horror set. Come no on. one's made it in oh, Minecraft. Oh. Minecraft. Okay. So the castle that it was filmed at, Mm-hmm. has been since renovated into a hotel, which is like with... Oh, is the castle a hotel now? That's like the joke with Rocky Horror people, that like it goes around on meme pages all, all of the time. <laughs> what There's is the an joke? article that the castle is a hotel now. It's an article that gets it, it gets recirculated once about once a year, uh-huh. um, and everyone and posts it. And it's been it. a hotel since like the 90s. Yeah. It got refurbished. Mm-hmm. Where is it at? Ago. Like where... It's in, in England. England. In England, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Oakley Court, if anyone wants to look up pictures. So you can yeah. see, like, what the ground floor of it looks like now, even. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like the Overlook Hotel mapped right. out. Mm-hmm. These are the entry doors that we never see are used, and these are the ones that are mystery, like, why is it even there? so what do you want to give this for entrances with pizzazz 100 well now i feel like i have to curb katie 100 100 (laughs) did you hear all of the entrances we just listed out then 100 yeah Yeah, i guess 100 that's fair yeah it's pretty high i also just want to not to re-litigate anything but i sort of like when i heard the thing of like oh we forgot to put a door in I was like, there's no way that there's like, oh, we'll just break down the wall. That's easier than like just <laughs> do, put, well, inserting a door shot somewhere. Yes. Um, but yeah, yes. I think it's pretty yes. pizzazzy. So I will give it a, I'll give it a 96. 96. Uh, I'll give it a 94. Giving it an average <laughs> of 96.67, which is about 15 mm. points higher than Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not too bad. But two points lower than Bride of Frankenstein. Mm. All right, our next category, Strident Women. How would you rate Rocky Horror Picture Show on Strident Women? What is Lil Nell? I think Magenta is pretty strident. Yeah. She just kind of yells a lot. I think Susan Sarandon isn't strident so much as she's just sort of like the voice of reason. Yes. Yeah. She, I think she's the smartest one in the movie. Yeah, Absolutely. Except for like maybe Frankenfurter. I don't know. I think that I think that Janet is smarter than Frank. I feel like she has it figured out. But well, we also have a theory that the whole movie is against Janet. Yeah. Like that Brad and Dr. Scott are in on a plot against her. Um, okay. So for her to come to her like sexual power and confidence mm. in spite of being the victim of a plot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and what and woman isn't the victim so of a plot? A plot called the patriarchy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Patriarchy. Thank you. Thank you. And Magenta, okay, who's called a domestic, does tell Frankenfurter, like, I don't want to be your domestic anymore. Like, 
you keep telling me that we're gonna go home. So oh, yeah. uh, and Nell's speech so down the down the ramp. Sure. <gasps> Mm. I loved you. Do you hear me? I loved you. You're right. Tick, 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 tick. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, so what do you want to give it? But okay. we've only got three of them. Yeah. And, okay, and I'm even going to deduct points because okay. All right. Patricia Quinn was supposed to uh, sit. Well, originally in the show, she sang science fiction double feature. Mm-hmm. Correct. And for the film, they ended up putting uh, Richard O'Brien in for vocals. Mm-hmm. So they stripped a woman of wow. her role. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> but wasn't it still her lips? Yes, still her lips. Still her lips. Okay. Yes. So I'd say like a like a 32. Really? We're going to go that low? <laughs> yeah. It's like there's like... Uh, it's not like she's doing a shadow cast of the room. There's no need to bite her head <laughs> off. <laughs> I was going to give it, like, a 50. Okay, then let's do, like, a 40. Okay, 40. Okay, 40. 40. I'll go. Yeah, I mean, it's not, there's there, there's not a there's not a ton of women in this. Yeah. Uh, I think Magenta is pretty strident throughout. Susan Sarandon, I think, is just fighting being gaslit. Mm-hmm. And I think um, Columbia is more just like, I, she kind of just wants to have a boyfriend and is pissed that Frank keeps ruining that for her. I'll give it a 53. 53. Yeah, I think it's just those few. I'll give it. Mm-hmm. It's not one I would go to to watch for the Strident Women, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. It's so, not Thelma and Louise. No. This is not Thelma and Louise, Mm-mm. despite Susan Sarandon's involvement in both. Um, but I'll give it. I'll give it a forty-two. Give it an average of forty-five. All right, our next category you might make up a lot of points here. Macabre. How macabre is the Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> well, how macabre is it to eat someone over their coffin? I'd say that's pretty macabre. Pretty macabre. Pretty macabre. They a haunted even... castle with lightning. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. And a clock with a skeleton inside. Yes, mm-hmm. and I've heard, I, according to IMDb trivia, that is an actual human skeleton of the person it's, who. Yes. It's the the wife had it commissioned. Yeah, so the wife had it commissioned, and it's the husband's skeleton inside. It's his actual coffin. Yes. That they used as their furniture yeah how did they the get house? it from this woman who like their husband Su- i hope she was long dead too Sotheby's. ah they had the budget for that okay but not for an extra door <laughs> nope can do set. it no. okay no nope. all our budget went to the the clock uh <laughs> well there's also they create dr frankenfurter creates life you know that's pretty yeah. macabre artificially yes. very macabre mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as a like spite to god even because it's thank you yeah (laughs) so yeah pretty macabre and uh, dr frank kills eddie like it's like bloody that's true and they end like in such despair they're like literally yeah it's like on the floor dirty not a happy unsure of what like literally where they're gonna go right now that's like pretty dark is that what you do in the shadow does everybody roll on the floor and that's yes That's yes. when I pretend that I'm I'm doing a shadow cast for Cats the musical, oh, and I start. Shadow cats, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't know how it came to me. It just uh, wow, John. You Genius read my work. <laughs> I'm really connected to some uh, like a, a larger power right now. <laughs> namaste, namaste. So what do you want to get this into the conscience? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, rolling around the floor though, that doesn't play for the people in the back row though. No, I'll also. Well, if the theater's raked, if the audience oh, is raked, raked, then it works. Okay. 
yes, or I'll go and um, climb over seats. seats in the theater and plop Smart. down in people's laps. That Fun. is very cats. Very cats. Okay. Yeah. Both the show and the animal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you separate the show from the animal. Inconvenient. Nothing. Here's my elbow. A bottle yeah. just right to, you know, right here. Absolutely. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for Macabre? Um, I'd say like a, a 95. Whoa, that's way higher than I was going to do. It's pretty damn Macabre, dude. <laughs> Haley said I have to reel her in, and she's like, right? I'm going to downrate everything. <laughs> well, I just don't know if it's, like, the most macabre movie I've ever you seen. You can be I would hope macabre not. Okay. at the same time. <laughs> That's true. Then I want to, can we give it, like, an 82? So, like, 90. Okay, fine. A 90. <laughs> There's, yeah. You guys realize there's no audit at the end of this. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, to get our numbers straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying in that, like, it's macabre. Like, when you explain it, you're like, oh, that's pretty macabre. But, like, in watching it, you're not like, oh, I feel gross. It's like, not that, a grim movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it, But I still think it is, like, when you realize, like, what's happening, it's pretty macabre. I'll go 90 as well. I think it's... It's, it's like macabre yeah. and, like, a spirit Halloween store, kind of. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a rainbow brighty <laughs> macabre. It's a good time. As it were. Yeah, it's like the... Yes. It has the, yeah. like, the, the trappings of, like, horror movies without actually mm -hmm. being, like, horrific itself. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, you go into a spirit store being, like, it's like a maze, but no one's going to jump in my face and... Right. And... <laughs> attack me. The spirit stores are macabre because they used to be a JCPenney. That's why I think Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> the talk about that's a haunted the, space. Yeah, yeah, that's the most fucked up thing. This used to be a Lowe's. Um, I'll give it an 85, giving it an average of 88.33. Alright, our next category, dramatic lighting. How would you rate the dramatic lighting here? I mean, there's a number about it. There is a light at the There's a whole song. There's place. a light over the Frankenstein place. Oh. There's a, the lightning that happens a lot. A lot that's of very fun. dramatic. Yeah, a lot of that color. little ray gun at the end that has Ooh, like weird gun. lighting. Well, I have a question for you. Do you think they animated Rocky with electricity, with lightning? I Would no that be dramatic? It seemed like lighting? colored when? water, is what it seemed like. In when the he's movie. in the pool? When he's in the tank, when, they're, when yeah. he's still all mummified. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Up. Because it it looks like they're harnessing electricity, or that's how they power the ship. I, I've seen it once. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> Watch it sixty eight more times, it's and then let us know. Lighting. Isn't that like it's definitely dramatic lighting. lighting. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This movie is chock flashing. full of dramatic lighting. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I think even the lighting in the bedroom scenes, like the fact yeah. that it's so shadowy and dark, mm -hmm. there's this drama Great going point. on there. The floor show. Ooh, and the floor, floor show, the different colored spotlights. Mm -hmm. I'm going home. Columbia has a dramatic spotlight. The purple yeah. onion. Yes. Um, I'd give it an 85. Uh, I was a 70 on my behalf. 77? 77. 77. The year Star Wars came out. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go higher. I mean, I again, like, there's a whole number about it. And I think, like, any musical is, like, usually pretty heavy-handed with the lighting. In a, not, and that is not a criticism on my part. Uh, <laughs> no, I will give it's it... a compliment in this case. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll give it an 88 for dramatic 88. Uh, yeah, I think it's up there. I'll give it an 85. 
giving an average of 83.33, which is about seven points higher than Mommy Dearest. Okay. okay. Here's another category I think that will be good to you. Vibrato. How vibrato is it? <laughs> so in addition yeah, to literal way... vibrato, we also mean anytime they take a moment, give an extra, sort of zhuzh it up. You don't need it, but we you like it. We talked about this, sure. and we already predetermined this was going to be 100. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Right. This was one Let's... of the categories that we were like, yes, no, 100. Because they're just so dramatic and so, um, all of them are also very self-centered and yeah. that's part of their group and individual downfalls is that they're not communicating with each other, uh, how they could be helping each other. They're just in it for the and rush. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah. And <laughs> Frank's numbers are so just, <laughs> oh, lavish. Mm -hmm. He has mink stoles and i'm going home yeah. like that is zhuzh. also like brad janet's like stiff act like intentionally stiff acting is pretty vibrato yes. i would say yes. Ooh, intentional yeah. bad acting yeah i love it yeah i love it so 100 100 100 yeah i mean it's pretty vibrato because also there's a lot of literal singing in it i'm gonna go Ooh, ooh yes i'm gonna go 98. John, you're a vocals expert. <laughs> oh, I dabble. I wouldn't say I'm an expert. Well, Tim Curry's like got a pretty great voice, right? Uh, I think so. Like he's not, he's someone who I would say, like, I don't know that I would be like, oh, I want Tim Curry to record an album of standards. But I think sure. he's someone who like knows how to use his instrument. He knows how to like make it work. So you're never going to listen to him sing a song and be like, oh, why is he singing this? Right. He might not be able to be like, all right, I'm, you know, like he's, he doesn't have like a Celine Dion instrument where it's like, you're just going to be like, shit, what are those notes he's hitting? But he's able to be like, I, he could put over a number without a doubt. It's well, I mean, he did make Toxic Sludge sexy in Fern Gully. So. There, there you go. go. <laughs> How gay is that movie? Yeah. Now I need to know. I've never seen it. <gasps> Am you I missing anything, Gully. really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Tim Curry's in it. Tone low, Mark. <laughs> um, I think it's pretty, I think the whole thing's pretty, like from the acting to the songs, like they just have that, it's all glam rock. And that's like essentially the, one of the more vibrato types of rock, I would say. Uh -huh. More vibrato uh, punk uh -huh. forms. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'll give it a hundred. I mean, this is, it's like, there's also like, not like, you're never worried about anybody. You're never like, you know, I don't know if you're ever like, oh, that's so sad. There's never like a moment of like that. It's just all pretty much fun the whole time. You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Like oh, even because yeah. like in those those two bedroom scenes, as I was like writing notes, I was like, these are kind of rape scenes. But you're yes, kind yes. of like- They are definitely rape scenes. But you're, but you're kind that's of going like, discuss it. well, yes. good for Brad. I mean, like it's good that Brad got to experience getting, uh, <laughs> hooking up with the dude. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he'll probably never do it again, but you know, good for him. <laughs> good he good had for his him. experience. Yeah. He was curious. He got to smoke a cigarette when it was over. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He processed. <laughs> that um, means it was really good, too. Absolutely. If you're willing so to get lung cigarette. cancer after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Given an average of 99.33, which is 10 points higher than Mean Girls. Okay. okay. Ooh. Pretty good. All right. Our next category, footwork. How would you rate the footwork in Rocky Horror Picture Show? I mean, a it's a musical. I'm, I mean, there's time warp is literally just like, here's what you're supposed to do with your feet. There's an entire song that is just like. Like teaching you footwork. Yeah. And that became a song. That became a real live or a like real a dance live craze. dance. Yes. 
I'm so impressed when a musical can do that, where they're just like, here's a song that's about how to do a dance. And people are like, sure. <laughs> well, we <laughs> think it's deeper thing is that uh, Riff and Magenta are in code communicating to each other that they're going to take over the ship tonight. And right. uh, because everything is going at a 13, um, Brad and Janet are just so overwhelmed by what's happening and all of the other Transylvanians are there and then Columbia starts tap dancing and it's like, how am I supposed to keep any of that narrative straight? Um, mm-hmm. But it's a super fun dance to yeah. just... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and clearly anybody could do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can stand up. You can do the time warm. Yes. I bet if, the... even if you could sit, you could do it. That's true. And the floor show. The kick line yeah, at the end. Yeah. You got so, Nell's little tap break during time warp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nell does have some fancy footwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what do you want to give it for footwork? I want to give it a 99. 99. Yes. Because they the walk the best at dancing points. ever put to film. <laughs> yes. 99. <laughs> I mean, uh, for a film that has a, a song that plays at literally everyone's wedding. I think I think we're gonna give it a <laughs> touch a touch a touch me. That's the one. Yeah, that's I the would one. Think. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Everyone gets the dance floor on that one. <laughs> Come on, Grandma, touch me. <laughs> I want to be dirty. <laughs> John, uh, gonna give it for yeah, I'll go ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Um, I'll give it 89. Like, it's fun, but it is also, like, kind of rudimentary in a way. I don't know. I wasn't, like, yeah. dazzled by it. It's fun and effective. Sure. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't jump down my throat. <sighs> this podcast is over. It still has an average of 95, which is pretty great. It's pretty yeah, great. Yeah, it's not bad. All right, next category. Animal print. How would you rate this on animal print? There's a few. They're not yeah. nothing major. Nothing They're more major. like, there's some animal print accents. Like, Eddie has some yes. on his vest. And then a woman and in the wedding party has her hat with his, like, animal. Yeah, and there's a leopard that's stuffed, and he has a boa constrictor as a boa. Some would say on the nose, but it's effective. But sure. <laughs> yeah. well, no one's accusing also... Rocky Horror of being subtle. No. On the inside of the refrigerator door, it's mm-hmm. lined with leopard print. Fun. There you go. Mm-hmm. And also, we've given credit to fur coats in the past, so I think feather boas also would be in that category. Okay, Sure. I'd say 40. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. So let's do like a 42. Okay. Yeah. 42. 42. Yeah. I'll go. F- I'll go 45. 45. Um, yeah. I'll go 42 or 43. Sure. I'll go 43. Give an average of <laughs> 43.33. Your, my finger slipped and you uh, reap the benefits. All right. Our, <laughs> <laughs> our last, this is the last of the canon categories. On a scale of 0 to 100, how likely are you to recommend the Rocky Horror Picture Show to a gay person? 150. <laughs> you can't do that. Can't yeah. 100, unfortunately. 100. Yeah, 100. Yeah. 100. Yeah, I mean, I think even if, it, there is something about it where like, yes, in some ways, uh, you know, like it, it can feel sort of quaint today or it sort of can feel like um, <laughs> like a musical theater kids version of sexuality, yeah. which I totally mm-hmm. get. But when you consider like how iconic it is, how sort of important it is and sort of like just the evolution of like of like people thinking about sexuality and sort of the general mm-hmm. public uh, and just like Tim Curry's performance. I mean, I think 
I, I'll go 99 because I, I I, there's only like a few people I'd be like, you probably won't like it. But even if like I would be like, you should know it. You know what I mean? Like it's right. worth yeah. being aware It's going to come up. Yeah. Well, what would you, how would you rate it if it's like the movie that introduces gayness to a person's life? Do you know what I mean? Like. Sure. Or just like opens up the idea of like, oh, it's not just what you were taught in church, what sexuality mm -hmm. is. Right. Or that, like, it's important that it's a little rudimentary because the primary first-time audience are 13 to 16-year-olds. Mm -hmm. Right, right. That, like, it's a very important film that sure. they'd be able to understand. Yeah. Some ways, like, like, it's like accessible for them. Like, yeah, it's exactly. It's not like, oh, I can't afford that. I can't do that. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, yeah. Exactly. I can... oh, it's like a game the... or just like clothes that I found in a dumpster. Sure. <laughs> in some ways, it's a, like, a, yeah, it's a gateway drag. You yes, yeah, Thank exactly. You. Thank there you, are Mark. always terrible Thank horror you. movies that come out every year, but they're important because some 8 to 16-year-old is going to watch that and be like, whoa, I love horror movies now. Right, right. You know what I mean? To me, I I think, like, to me, there's, like, it is, like, that quaint, like, there's nothing now, like, it doesn't really have, like, a subversive energy to it anymore. Like, mm -hmm. there's nothing you, like, there's nothing shocking in it anymore. Like, it's definitely fun. Right. Whereas, like, something like Female Trouble, I think it does retain, like, that still element Ooh. of, like, mm -hmm. subversiveness, I would say. That yeah, still feels, like, exciting, and you're still seeing something, like, against, like, the norm of society. It still feels sure. revelatory yeah. in that like, way. You definitely still see parts of Female Trouble, and as you're like even now go like how do i feel about this? like oh my god you know what i mean like, mm -hmm. yeah definitely absolutely um so i would in some ways i'd most more likely recommend rocky horror picture show to straight people than gay people like <laughs> okay, you know what i mean Fair enough. <laughs> but i still think if a gay person hasn't seen it i mean you're it's you know you gotta watch it so uh i'll give it 98. giving it an average of 99 which is mm -hmm. one point higher than mean girls all righty all right, now okay. we are into the wheel category. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in that we have put on this wheel, which is an app on my phone and an integral part of this podcast. Thank you. So we are going One to- One of my favorite parts. <laughs> wow, <laughs> people like the wheel. So we're gonna spin it four times, whatever category randomly pops up, that's what we will judge it on. And then you will add a category after all of that. Is it exciting hearing it uh, live? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lives up to all of my expectations. Okay, here we go. Breath acting. Breath acting. Well, isn't that whole touch a touch a touch me song? Yes. There's a lot yes. of like orgasm noises that are Thank sort you. of breath acting. And and Tim Curry is very breathy as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he like purrs a lot in this movie. Like, yes. There's a lot of like mm. And somebody's that anticipation moment is like <gasps> Yes. What do people do in the shadow? They say like, "Say it already!" Like, what do they? Yes, do? Is exactly. That what it is? Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> say it. Yeah. yeah. See, you know more than you think. And I'm then ready. after he says, "Maybe the rain," we all scream, "Hallelujah!" Hallelujah. Maybe because, the rain. Because it's very it gospel. Ah, <laughs> very big church that moment. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what do you want to rate it for breath acting? Let's do like an 85. 85. Yes. 85. Yeah, I mean, I think that I also in the past thought of like singing is like you have to like think of using your breath in a different sure. way, in oh, a very absolutely. awareness way. So I will go, I'll go 89. 89. 
Uh, I'll go 80. I think it is just the one that touched me in the, you know. But this is a tough category. John and I have very different views on this. Given an average of 84.67. <laughs> okay, here we go. Titular theme song. Is there a song well, that is like the Rocky Horror Picture Show? I mean, I, mean, I, I would say science fiction double fi- si- feature yeah, is like fiction. there. Over the titles. Yeah. Yes, and Time Warp is, it has its life of its own, separate from the movie. But well, I wouldn't say that that's the theme song. That's true. I think science fiction double feature is sort of like that. Well, I would say that is the like, even though it is not the Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show. Welcome it is to. Like, <laughs> yeah. It is like the song that like starts the show, it ends the show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. Like it is the thing that sort of sets the table and all that stuff. It's definitely, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, we're watching Rocky Horror now. Yes. Yes. That's a good point. Okay. It's a good one. And you get that oh, little this is Rocky tease. Horror. They're singing that science fiction song. <laughs> oh, that's song. what this is. Okay. That is Rocky Horror. <laughs> I wasn't sure if, this was, if we walked into the room or uh, Repo. <laughs> nope, hearing the science fiction song. It's Rocky Horror. <laughs> but there but is no true. if you do go see it in the theater, yeah. you get the little strip tease as well, which is great. I don't want to be interacted with. <laughs> okay. That you're, the you last thing you ever want to do is. And clap I heard, along. I think what kept me away is people, someone told me, oh, you have to ask if you're a virgin. And I was like, I'm just going to say I'm not. <laughs> they don't know. Well, hey, you cheat the system. Nobody's going to call you out on I will. Unless now yes. I'm going to tell everyone I know. Uh oh. <laughs> we have a no, lot of connections. Uh oh. Just kidding. Look for the man who's too old to be there. so what do you guys want to give this for a titular Uh, theme song i mean it is pretty titular thank you there we go let's say like a 50 because i'm just thinking that it's like a musical and everybody has a favorite song and they're all different yeah so it's hard for it to have a theme song because like I love Touch a Touch a, but that's not exactly the theme song either. Right. You know? I agree. I would say 50. 50. Wow. I'm going to go 91. I think this is 91. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm also going to give it a 50. Wow. Because um, there are like, but there is no like Rocky Horror pictures. Like yeah, if there exactly. was, that'd be, uh, you know what I mean? But 50 is yeah. no slouch. 50 is break even. Yeah. 50 is is pretty much the definition of slouch. Yeah, but usually, <laughs> no, I think a zero would be a slouch. Like, no, zero what? is up the pits. Well, it got a 63.67. It's doing fine. Okay. <laughs> Titular theme song is from our Smile episode with Julie Brister. Check that one out. According to the numbers, most of you haven't. Okay, here we go. Rye Smiles. Rye Smiles. <gasps> Well, that's mean, a good category. Tim Curry, right? Tim Curry, pretty much throughout. Janet before Tatcha, she does the whole "Am mm. I gonna bone mm. Rocky?" Isn't like Riff Raff all kind of like Rai smiles? Yeah, yeah. Riff Raff yes. and Magenta, they both do like the. Hmm. Uh, they're brother hmm. and sister. I only knew that yes. from reading Wikipedia. <laughs> yes, they are brother and sister. That's true. It gets referenced, I think, twice in the actual Very script. Very briefly. But they're also implied visually to have some very strange sexual relationships. So I don't Squeaky. know about this. They're 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 Squeaky. aliens, so it's different. Yeah, for, yeah for it's them. different. Yeah. Sure, yeah, Ooh. we'll go with that. There. <laughs> yeah, so what'd you um, rate okay, for smiles, Rise smiles, smiles? Smiles. I would give it like an eighty. Let's give it an eighty-two. Eighty-two. 
Uh, I'll give it because I just think also like the most iconic image is those lips. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, it's yes. like the bite. Oh, smiling like though. A, no, but there's a, a grimace. <laughs> there's a wryness to that sort of bite. I think. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it a. I'll give it an 87. 87. I'll give it a 81. Uh, given an average of 83.33. Rice Miles is from Labyrinth with Ben Schrader. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> this one might not be fair. Potential to be a musical. Well, <laughs> Well, I mean, the wheel picked it. I that's didn't true. pick it. That's true. I, the wheel, I got to respect mm-hmm. the wheel. Have they ever restaged it like recent, like in the after, like yeah? In the last there was a I saw there was a Broadway. They called it a revival. I'm not sure if technically it was, but in like the early 2000s, uh, that I saw that was great. It was a lot of fun. It's in New Zealand right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they it started off new it's... interpretations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys I mean, it... enjoy the live TV version of? Didn't they do that? It was terrible. Oh. Um, we pretend that it stops about 15 minutes of the way through and then our yeah. electricity goes out. Oh no, can't finish it ever. I Ryan uh... Cartan as Brad was great. <laughs> That's, yes, sure. valid. Yeah, he was in um, I'd Heather's The Musical. Right. And he was great. Ryan McCartan, great, perfect. Uh, everything else, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I, Fair I, enough. For some reason, it's all floating out of plausible my deniability. Brain. I love it. <laughs> um, so, what would you give uh, this in potential to be a musical? Hundred. Hundred. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hundred. It, it is a musical. <laughs> Yeah, it's 100. I mean, that's the way the wheel realized, yeah. Potential realized. Mm -hmm. All right, now the time has come for you to add a category that we can use to judge Rocky Horror Picture Show and any remaining movie. Any subsequent movie? We're going to add it to the wheels category. We discussed beforehand because we were very excited that Mm -hmm. we get to add to the wheel. We are so honored that you guys invited us on today. The luminaries um, are joining. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking scale of one of zero to a hundred ability to be shadow casted. Oh, like interactivity. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Potential because interactivity. Like, the yes. room would get a hundred because yes. it's happening. Or like Hedwig and the Angry Inch gets a shadow yep. cast every once in a while. Oh. Um Clue could be shadow casted CBH. Sure. Crybaby. Have they oh ever done it for anything for the like Shining? You know... oh, I want the Shining yeah. oh, yeah. to be shadow casted. What about fun. like Blue Valentine or like Dog Dancer Ooh. in the Dark? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So that fun. midnight screening's got to be real dark. Diary of Anne Frank <laughs> or something. Like <laughs> uh, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, so what would you give Rocky Horror Picture Show an ability to be Shadowcast? I do think there is Patrick. like, yeah, yeah. I do think that is and like it's... pretty gay though too, because it is like the yeah. cult it... aspect of it all. Exactly. 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 People loved it so much that they couldn't just watch it at home anymore. They had to see it with other people. And then not only that, they had to look like the people on right. screen. They had to create <laughs> costumes and makeup looks. Mm-hmm. And, it's like and how... Honey, I shrunk the audience. It doesn't translate at home. You gotta no. watch it in Tomorrowland. <laughs> exactly. exactly. The only way to see that movie. Exactly. It's not a home ride. I would argue not the same with Captain ride. EO. Yeah, absolutely. You need the tail flipping between your knees, <laughs> yes. giving you a panic attack. <laughs> the, the chair to vibrate. Uh, John, what are you gonna give right now? I mean, a hundred. It is a hundred. They're playing to win. They are. I'm also gonna give it a hundred. <laughs> 
And now we are into yes. the bonus category. So these categories are just from zero to 10. And so these are just bonus. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's not going to affect it negatively. These are just extra points the movie's going to get. Cool. All right. The first one, how would you get, what would you give Rocky Horror in makeover montage? Mm. Are there any makeover montages? And this is out of 10. Yes. Yes. Zero to 10. Yeah. I would say, like, would you consider them getting into floor show a makeover montage? I mean, they're made over, but it's not like a montage. Like, we yeah. just cut to it. True, that's, true. that's, I was one of those, I was looking at that too. Yeah, I don't think there are any montages. If we're saying like a literal going from one outfit to another, no. But like physical and mental transformation? We're not talking about those. <laughs> okay, then it doesn't get it. No, it's, it's, a, it's a it's zero. Low. It's like, <laughs> yeah, zero. Zero. There are no montages. Yeah. Yeah, everything is just pretty straightforward. I'll go zero. But again, these are bonus, so it's all these right. These are bonus. Yeah, it's it's, right. it's going to be fine. I'm also <laughs> going to give it a zero. Okay, our next one. Cheerworthy cameos. Are there any cameos? Meatloaf. In this? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. He's in two scenes, though, isn't he? Just, well, there's just I the mean, corpse just of him. Yes. He has his number, and yeah. then there's, and that's technically not him. It's a dummy of him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And he gets killed off immediately. Wouldn't you also say, like, when we see Tim Curry in the wedding, like, that's kind of a cameo? Like, he's playing the Ooh. priest? You could mm -hmm. say that, because well, also Magenta and the, uh, the, all American of them Gothic. are. All yeah. of them, yeah. Yes, exactly. And also, I didn't know this, but I saw this in IMDb Trivia. <laughs> Thank the you. The plays Betty Monroe. Her name is Hillary Farr. And yeah, better list it. Yeah, love it or list it. So, like, she's got, like, yes. she's just in that one scene. So, <laughs> I mean. You got her and Meatloaf. I think what a life she's qualify. lived. Yeah. <laughs> My I new think... callback at that moment is love it or okay, guys, this is it. There you go. It's, it's a bad one. Don't give, don't give it to her. Because could you imagine like being on HGTV and her being like, here is your renovation. This is it. And it's like disappointing. And they're like, this is it. And she's like, yeah, this is it. Love it or this is yeah. it. Love it. This is it. Yeah, Either you want it or you don't. That show has too much. You could tell they're Canadian when you watch that show. Like yes. the design is so like middle of the road. You know? There's some big what Canadian if it was energy. a light earth tone? Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you guys give Let's this for cheerworthy cameos? I would give Eddie. I would give Meatloaf a pretty good a pretty good uh, like score. A four. Yeah, a I'd four. say I was gonna say five. So let's let's do a four. Yeah, a four. I'll say between Meatloaf and Hillary, I'll give it a five. Five. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a five. That wedding scene nice. was pretty fun. Giving yeah. it uh, 4.67, one point lower than Bride of Frankenstein. Tough. Close All right, here's the next one. You might make up some points here. Pool trouble. <gasps> <laughs> well, two of the characters get killed in a That's pool. That's true. Yeah. And also, you could say they're kind of being naughty in the pool. They're like getting yeah, into trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? That's some trouble. Shoes are being lost. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> You're going to need that shoe when you get out. Right? Yeah, exactly. What is he doing, mm. Brad? And also, like, Rocky's kind of boring. It seems like it's, a, I guess it's not it's a like pool. It's like a tub, but yeah. it's sort of like. But a... there's no water in it. It's mystery fluids. Because yeah. he also dispenses water into it. Yeah, it's or the whatever. forbidden juice box. And then it becomes the pride flag. Yeah. 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 Do yeah. people bring out Is a pride like a... flag at that moment? 
Ooh, they should. Missed opportunity. Mark, you are going to be in a shadow cast when we come out of this. I just want to produce. I don't want to be a part. I don't need to be in it. I'll just pitch ideas. I love it. You say that, but once you show up, you'll be like, I could carry the flag. I mean, why not? I've been carrying this whole show for weeks. You're Frankenfurter, exactly. (laughs) Pool trouble. What do you want to give this for pool trouble? Like I want to give it like a, a nine. nine. Yeah, nine. A nine. I'll go because there's also fun in the pool, so it's not just it's like, like good trouble. Yes. Like it it's follows is all bad pool trouble. I'll give all it a no good. I'll give it a seven. Seven. Yeah, I'm also gonna give it a seven because I don't think they're killed, but they don't die because of the pool. Yeah, they get that weird uh, laser beam. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. And, that and then they land in the pool. They land in the pool. Less messy. Uh, giving it a 7.67, which is two points higher than hackers. All right. Okay. Mm. All right, next category, witches. How witchy is the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Mm. Well, Dr. Frankenfurter is kind of big witchy. It's kind of witchy. Magenta a little bit as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Magenta's giving me a little bit of Stevie Nicks vibes. So Definitely. I'd Absolutely. give that a little. Her and Columbia have a little bit of like a witchy vibe between them. A little coven going on yeah. between the two of them. But they're also aliens. So an alien not be a witch? Thank you. <laughs> aliens sorry, could be I didn't witchy. mean to discriminate. She's just asking the question. She's not. She's just. She's just <laughs> we're just opening for debate. We don't need to attack. <laughs> oh man, I would say like a like a four. A four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with that. I'll say five because I feel like there's sort of like a witchy energy of like something naughty's happening in the castle late at night. You know what I mean? Like there's something that's sort of like. Witches generally don't live in castles, John. They live in like the forest. How do you know? It's a rundown castle. All the witches you know don't live in forests. Who are these highfalutin witches you're hanging out with? I happen to just run with a very uh, elite uh, circle of witches. The 1% (laughs) around the kettle. All right. It's a cauldron, thank you. Uh, it's a kettle. Um, <laughs> this next category, this one might be tough. Gay actors playing gay roles. So this is what makes the movie so interesting to me. Mm. Because Tim Curry has never addressed his sexuality. Barry Bostwick has been married and has had kids, but also has never addressed his sexuality. Richard O'Brien... He's a he's a he's a something. Yeah, he's okay. complicated. He's a turf. I did my research. He's a turf. Uh, yes, yes, thank you, thank you. He's uh, a turf. He's, that's he's, a, that's which the is saddest like, thing in the world that the person who wrote Sweet Transvestite is a turf. It's like a Harry Potter situation all over uh, again. He also takes estrogen, so I just I don't. It's fine. I don't want to talk. I'm upset. It's fine. It's so There's complicated. A, too much to unpack for this podcast. You can re, you can Google it. It's all on yeah. Google. <laughs> it's upsetting. If but, you don't um, have a Google alert for riffraff turf already, I don't know what you're doing. What you've life. been spending your quarantine doing. <laughs> yeah. And then Charles Gray, who plays the criminologist, also has never been married, doesn't have kids, and has not addressed his, his sexuality and passed away in 2000, so we don't get to know. So we don't really... Uh, well, the only one is Rocky. He is an out. Uh, well, because he, I looked him up. He Surprise. was apparently married to his like uh, business partner, who they ran an antique shop together. Yes. Oh, so he's totally straight. That yeah. dude is boning women. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like he was like the only one I could definitively like say, oh, he's probably. I think he might be it. 
And then there's. Can uh, you believe that though? They're all. It was the seventies, that... you know. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Barry Boswick is gay. And I don't think Tim Curry is either, but I think he just sort of is like, I think I think a lot of them were sort of of that time in the 70s where it's just like, let's just not talk about it. But let's yeah. just say I've also been to parties at Mick Jagger's place. You know, like I think there's. <laughs> yes. Well, and then there's a couple of the Transylvanians who are also gay. That's true. That makes that sense. Mm-hmm. And production, there were a lot of people in production that were gay. Mm-hmm. So I'd give it like a Seven, five, four. Four. A four. four. I'll go three. Three. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go two because it's just. Okay. Yeah, can yeah. Change we'll do three. We'll two. do three. We're going to do three. I'm <laughs> sorry. Right. We're going to do three. But it's okay. All right. Giving it yeah, a again, two. It's just bonus. <laughs> yeah. Giving it a 2.67, which is about 1.20 percentage points lower than Pieces of April. <laughs> All right, our next category. <laughs> Themes of mothers. I think you could just say Dr. Was... Frankenfurter is like creating life, you know, in the same way that Bride of Frankenstein was, sort of. So there is, uh, in the Denton Affair that the criminologist is referencing throughout the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yes. I recall yes. that, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Brian Thompson, who's the production designer, wrote the statements in Denton Affair. <laughs> Yes. Okay. And if we are to believe them, Janet becomes pregnant by the end of the movie. Oh, right. Yes. So if you freeze frame during one of the interstitials <laughs> and read uh, something in uh, a document that's in the movie. Yes. Not even that. You have to look it up online. Because it's not readable in the movie. Yeah. I see. So you have to oh. be. So you don't have the like Blu-ray? That. Interesting. Interesting. You've done the shadow cast for how long? Okay. What's funny is we do have the Blu-ray and we paused it and we still couldn't read it. <laughs> it's like multiple pages. Like someone who worked on the set transcribed it yeah. and wow. you can like read it. But no it. one's done a blueprint of the castle. Thank hmm. you. Right. Shadowcast so community, I'm calling you out. <laughs> Watch Galaxy Quest. They got blueprints of the ship. Yeah. Those I'm sure you can find one for the room. Thank you. Yes. There's not much to that room. Yes. Um, but I would say that. So you're saying the screenshot of a letter that you see online is a huge theme in the movie. It, well, no, but I would say that Frankenfurter as a mother okay. is a theme. That's and like also. A central figure, I guess you could sure. say. And like Janet's primary character, like. Is motherly. Well, that and her, what she's trying to decide is whether she's ready to get married to Brad and do what's the next thing that's expected out of women in the 70s, which is to have children. And it's also like Frank says in uh, Planet Schmanet that he's laid the seed. That's true. And it should be all she needs. Euphemism. Mm-hmm. She could be pregnant. Could I'm be. Just, okay. I'm just saying. All right. But it's under the surface, so I can't give it full points. All right. But I'm going to give it a six for Frank being a mom. A six? All right. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a six for Frank <laughs> being a mom. A six. Fine. Uh, I'm going to have to go one because I feel like it's pretty low on like overall, like we're, we're, we're stretching here, which I, I love a good stretch, but yeah, <laughs> so you stay limber. Yeah. 
Um, I'm also going to give it a one because they're not really dealing with the issues of like, exactly. can man create life against God? You know, it's not really what the movie's about. I don't think. Or is it? I've only or seen it, it once. I've only or seen it once. You got to watch it another. <laughs> I've given it a 2.67, which is one point higher than <laughs> Eating Out, the movie we did okay. last week. All right, our next category dramatic smoking. You named one earlier. Brad smoking yeah, Brad after, after his blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is there any L other smoking? Magenta's smoking after her possible hookup with Columbia. Oh. There's like smoke when like the, the building flies up in the air. That's true. Yes. That is dramatic and it's smoky. Dr. Scott picks up uh probably a like joint. a joint. Yeah, it's like right. a little roach. In the Zen room. <laughs> yep. But we really only see like Brad and Magenta smoke. Right. Uh, and don't, and then Dr. Uh, Frankenfurter is smoking when he's whipping Riff Raff. Yeah. And that's pretty dramatic. That's a very dramatic moment. Cat and I. If you're tails, whipping drama. someone and smoking, you know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's Turning your lungs. You're the alpha. A... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, I would say, let's give it a three. A three? And this one I would, uh, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, a three. Three people smoking, three points. <laughs> three, yeah. Okay. I will say three as well. Uh, I'm going to say two, because it's very brief. <laughs> okay. Given a 2.67. Finally, this is the last of the bonus categories. Quips. How quippy is the Rocky Horror Picture Show? It's pretty quippy. I'll I think also when you consider, like, part of, so much part of, like, the mythology of it is the audience participation. Uh-huh. And That's just, like, true. shouting quips at it. Like, it's just, it's it exists in such a... Like a like a, a, a I wouldn't say a shelf of its own. That's not the phrase. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like it no. sort of exists in its exactly. own world. Like there's so few mm-hmm. movies where it's like, oh, it is so much a part of that movie uh, is the audience responding to it. Well, it's I would, also I would give it a ten. It's like the I make the joke sometimes that when the internet fails and we're all just hanging around bonfires again mm-hmm. after the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. People will still be doing Rocky Horror because the yeah. sheer amount of people who have seen it at least a couple of times and combined with the amount of people who've done it once, right. at mm-hmm. least even. Sure. Oh, like, shadow cast. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty quippy. 10 out of 10. 10. ten. A 10. Yeah, I'll go 10 as well, just based on the audience re- uh, in participation. Um, I'm going to give it an eight because I didn't think it was that funny, but Fair. it was like uh, enjoyable. It was fun, but not particularly mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I didn't think they were like, like, oh, that's such a good joke. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but I do think it's like fun. And I get but like, as we've established, you saw it alone at your saw apartment, glowering. <laughs> you weren't jerking open. off. I right. Yeah. You weren't. <laughs> I thought I was being respectful, but apparently not. No. That's that in fact that's respect. disrespectful <laughs> to not drink off during this movie. What is happening during these shadow? There are children at these. Oh, the children at these midnight shows. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, it's got an average of nine point three three in quips, so that's pretty, pretty good. good. All right, yeah. now we are into the iconic category. So these we're now back for zero to hundred, and these are larger, broader categories, sort of. So, for the first one, how would you rate the Rocky Horror Picture Show in homoeroticism? I mean, it's pretty homoerotic, I would it's say. It's pretty bunch. It yeah, I mean, there's Frank and But Rocky. I wouldn't say that it was as homoerotic as, like, the, like, Top Gun volleyball scene. Because that's pretty homoerotic. <laughs> you're, that, you're, that's you're more right. about, like, the tease, as opposed to this, which is just, like, the aggressive lap dance, you know? <laughs> well, well, and a blowjob. Have... 
Sure. Frank doing a whole number about making a man just to fulfill sexual tension. What was the thing about like seven days I'm going to make you? Is that is that the wedding date? No, it's based on, uh, there was like a Charles Atlas was like this like fitness guru who had these oh. things like in seven days, I can make you, you know, like follow my program. He's like in one of the earlier Dynamic sort of like. I remember Charles, mm -hmm. I remember Charles Atlas. Oh yeah, um, you went to, you went to, you were in gym class with him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought it was like, I was taking it as face like, what's happening in seven days? He's already made the man. I thought, oh, he's going to make him his husband. That's what I thought was happening. I was way off. Uh. I think he it took seven days for whatever the like material that Rocky is made out of. We still yeah. can't figure out what Rocky is made out of. Is he a statue? Is he a, a other body that Frank found and is reanimating? Who knows? Uh, well, he so shares a brain with Eddie. We know that. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, that's what we, that's canon. That's official. That thank we know. you. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like asking so, though, like, what are uh, the Animaniacs? You know what I mean? Right. Like, <gasps> who cares? You know, like they're you? they're wonderful as <laughs> are. Missing the you point. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Homoerotic. Let's see. Look at This is now out of hundred. Yes. Out of 100, yes. Yes. Then 70. 70. 70. I'm going to go higher than that because I also just feel like there's, like, even, like, the all, like, as crazy as all that is, like, it's never weird that it's, like, two dudes. Right. Um, but I also feel like it It just is, the, the whole movie is just about letting yourself be weird and sexy and freaky and all that. And most of it is male on male. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll give it a, I'm going to give it a 92. 92. Ooh. I like that rating. Oops. My birth year. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> quick flex. You know. No one's impressed. We get it. <laughs> Age comes for all of us. Um... I'm not young, but I'm not old either. It's okay. Fun. Even that. Okay. You're young. <laughs> um, it's pretty homework. I'll give it an 85. Uh, as I said, right. uh, I did not jack off to it. Um, Give it an average of 82.33, which is three points higher than The Bride of Frankenstein. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. But two okay. points lower than Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> they had that food scene where they really they just got went that for food it. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> All metaphors. Throwing pies. I mean, hello. Mm -hmm. Okay, we get it. Uh, all right, our next in the iconic categories over the top wardrobe. Ooh, Sue Blaine went for it. Yeah. The whole floor show, Concert. all of their matching boas and corsets that are sequined. Columbia's outfit uh, all together. Oh my gosh. That's literally just all sequins. Yeah. It is just sequins. Plus, Brad and Janet's costumes, though plain, were over the top plain. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. A hundred. A hundred. A hundred. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah, I think they're pretty high. I also like Frank's Frankenfurter's like sheer like blouse in the dinner scene. I was like, yes. who is cutting meat in that blouse? No one. Ugh. Um, but I loved you it. You need you both need that shirt. I'm good. To <laughs> have dinner. In oh, I have nowhere casually. to wear it. I have nowhere to wear it. I wish. I would love <laughs> to, to have that. <laughs> when you come to see Rocky Horror. <laughs> If John shows up to a recording wearing a black sheer shirt, I'm turning off his camera. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. 
for our 100th episode. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty like bananas and nuts in a really fun way. I'll go, uh, mm -hmm. but no one's like, it's like nothing, nothing's quite the Met ball. So I'll give it but a I do 94. think there is like an element, like we're just used to it in a way. You know what I mean? Like we've agree, seen it yeah. for so long that it's hard to appreciate. Like, even though I haven't like seen the whole movie the whole way through, I've still seen these images forever. So it's hard to like appreciate of all it. genders. <laughs> right. Come on. What are you going to give it, John? I said 94. 94. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. I'll give it 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to do some mental math. Um, give an average of 98. Three points higher than Mommy Dearest. Not too shabby. Hey. Finally. The last of the iconic categories, Camp Factor. How campy is the Rocky Ugh. Horror Picture Show? Pretty darn campy. I say so. <sighs> um, I got a quick list. Maybe that'll help. Oh, um, let's hear the Here we go. Quick list. Here's all the campy things I noticed in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Any font that drips blood. Feeling stupid yeah. because you didn't know when you're meant to interact with a movie. Scene transitions <laughs> with dripping blood. A dance song that tells you how to do the dance in the song. Subverting <laughs> pearl necklaces. An artificial life form taking its first breath and immediately breaking into song. Janet claims not to like Rocky's muscles. And as John would say, she yucks Dr. Furter's yum. Wrapping free weights to look like candy. A singer named Meatloaf. Wanting to marry your own creation must cross some ethical boundaries candelabras <laughs> the special effects of the wheelchair being pulled by the magnet i guess that was exploring yes. your sexuality after you get engaged a floor show <laughs> any musical where everything gets wrapped up very quickly getting out of a pool not caring that your makeup is ruined and finally a castle launching into space as is so with a rainbow in the background with a rainbow uh-huh <laughs> Pretty darn campy. It's pretty campy. Like the whole tone is camp too. You know? Yes. Oh yeah. Like there's yeah. not like a in some way there's not like a sincere moment in the whole thing. No. Correct. Mm -mm. It's all tongue in cheek. Yeah. It's no all... sincere moment would be I'm going home, but still it's still campy because there's because it's wind Frank. machine yeah. and yeah, yeah, anything yeah. that Tim Curry is doing the entire movie is campy. Right. His facial expressions yeah. that he does. I would give it a hundred. A hundred. A hundred. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. What's keeping it from a hundred, John? I guess I just wanted the moment where, like, the ridiculousness is not chosen. It is more of just like, oh, they went a, like they got a little too crazy. They like in the way far. that, like, with Mommy Dearest, where it's just like, oh, she didn't, she didn't mean to be as insane as she's being right now. You know what I mean? Like that. It like there's some that genuine little element of it, like a yeah. genuine element of danger. Yeah, there's not like that, like. Like something I like when like when someone like Judy Garland sings, like every number she does, there's a moment where she's like, Oh, she's gone crazy. You know what I mean? And I feel like with this <laughs> where you freeze frame and you can see yeah, this you're just like, Oh, she's about to eat her daughter. You know what I mean? Like there's always a moment where like she loses control. And I feel like this movie is super fun and campy and great, but there's never a moment where they're like, Oh no, they've they've they they have lost it, you know? Yeah. But still ninety seven. 97. Yeah, I'll give it a 95 for those exact reasons. Give it a 97.33, which is 15.33 points higher than Air Bud. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> All right. Finally, we are now into the crown jewels. So these categories, we don't mm. score. It's, we all agree it either gets the bonus or it doesn't. So it's, it's a sure. binary. And we all decide sure. together. So the first one. How would you, 15% bonus point for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. 
Do we think the Rocky Horror Picture Show has a positive portrayal of homosexuality? Yes. I'd say so. I think... Yeah, I would say as well. Yeah. I don't think the material itself, like if you read the script by itself, I don't think alone... <laughs> right. ...that it supports homosexuality, but... With the visuals added. The visuals added, the... Uh, Again, the costumes are just so. <sighs> We've all agreed. You don't yeah. need to yeah. Yeah. sell yeah. us yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the movie please wrap like a... it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a celebration of like alternative sexuality. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let your freak flag fly, as they say. Ah, oh, now that mm-hmm. should have been the closing have you heard number. Of this? Let your freak flag fly. <laughs> Now that's um, a titular theme song. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> Love it. Negative so, yes. 50%. 50% of all your points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is, not, is not the movie Boat the Trip, movie so boat. we'll not I'm be penalized so 50% of its points. I've never been more happy that it's not the movie Boat Trip. <laughs> yeah, it was close. <laughs> it's pretty close. All right. Luckily, they played. They sang the song "Science Fiction Double Feature." Up top, so like, oh, this isn't Boat Trip. Okay, we know we're <laughs> not. Right. It's, it's, it's Rocky a science fiction right. song. This is Rocky. It's science fiction. <laughs> Um, All right, ladies. So now that we're done, how do you how do you think? Do you still think you are in the top? I think we're in the top five. I think it's still pretty high. Yeah, I'm less confident that it's the top spot because those categories Uh are they're good. Those are great categories. It's a living living scoring system. (laughs) We'll be updating it in a few weeks, but not that much. Not that much. No. Yeah. I think I don't, my guess is that it's definitely within the top 10. Oh, you want John, you could do a little better than that. Oh, all right. I, I mean, I do think it's in the top five. I will say that. All right. I think it's going to be number four. I think it's going to be clue. I can okay. tell you exactly how it is. Well, wait, let's stop with the anticipation. Say it. Mark. He said it. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to say it then. <laughs> I was here. I was thinking, I get, let John have his moment. <laughs> <laughs> Said you just stepped all over it. Thanks. I had to do the callback. Mm-hmm. It was like in my body. I just Got couldn't it. help it. <laughs> all right. So out of a total possible 2,590.24 points, the Rocky Horror Picture Show has scored 2,326.24 points, giving it a percentage of 89.81, making it the third gayest movie ever. Not as gay as wow. The Bride of Frankenstein, but gayer than Death Becomes Her. All right. Hey. All right. Hey, that's right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I would agree. I, that. I feel like it's in good company. It's in yes. very good company. Absolutely. It fits. We've yeah. bumped out Clue. So Blue Bumble is now in the top six. five. Yeah. But, you know, but Tim Curry is still represented. replaced Tim Curry with Tim Curry, so go. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Still um, representation. I mean, Madeline Kahn's probably a little pissed, but she'll get over it. <laughs> Flames on the side of her face. Flames. Flames. <laughs> heaving, <laughs> heaving breaths. Have they done a shadow cast of Clue? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Fair enough. But <laughs> not recently because whoever owns it is being That'd be Paramount Pictures. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, being well, difficult. Ladies, thank you so much. What a so much fun, fun hang. And I love learning about all that shadow cat. It's, it's such like a fun world. Um, yes, and I, if you know oh me, God. you know I love a subculture. Uh. <laughs> Is there anything you would like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Yes. Why, yes, there is. Shill us. Why, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much. This is seriously like 
we have been so excited to talk with you guys Aww. and are such huge huge fans of your show. So you're so sweet to say that. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. We uh, analyze the Rocky Horror Picture Show in seven-minute segments in our podcast, Time Warp Radio. Yes, we do. And you can find that on any podcatcher. And we're also on Instagram at Time Warp Radio. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we're coming to a close on our Rocky Horror Picture Show analysis, but... Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. You're going to get something else? Yeah. Shock treatment yes. coming up, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, a lot of fun. Great job. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we'll, we'll be right back. We're, We're back. back. Woo, that was fun. Oh, that was a lot of fun. You want to so... get into I love learning about shadow casting. I think all that stuff's so interesting. Like the fact it's still happening. I it mean, is not now, but like it right, was right, right. But until. yeah, it was still going on. It is crazy how like for some people this it's like a I rite mean, of passage. In some ways, it's sort of like UCB. Like some people find it and they're just like, "This is my everything." Well, you find you know your people. Mean? You know what I mean? It's by all like the people, the friends you make. It's by yes, the, exactly what holds True. it together. Yes. Uh, speaking of the friends you make, we got a lovely review on iTunes. <laughs> this is from SM Roland Twelve. Uh, they give us five stars. They say, so much fun. The podcast has been a light in a sea of darkness. Mark, John, and their guests have helped to improve my mood and just make me laugh while listen while I listen. Such a fun show. Well, thank you, SM Roland. Wow, we hope we're glad we could bring a little sunshine into this <laughs> dreary uh, year. Gray time that we're all existing through. Bit of a tough time. Yeah, that's so mm -hmm. nice. I Very believe leaving reviews uh, really helps our visitors. It really does, yes. It helps uh, with the algorithm and people find the episode. So uh, if you get a chance, please go over to however you listen to podcasts and give us a favorable review. We really appreciate that. You can also email us at 20queens, T-W-O, oldqueens at gmail.com if you have any thoughts, suggestions, or you want to take us to task on any of our scoring systems. Should we do a cover of Grace Jones called Slave to the Algorithm? Is if that something? You, if you can get Grace Jones uh, to do a cover for us, I say yes. <laughs> I mean, she's my next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what? We're episode what? And this is the first time you've- We're fighting. <laughs> she and I. I don't care what casserole you need to make, you make up with Grace Jones. Fair enough. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, CW old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes. And we have merch you can buy if you go to T Public and search two old queens uh, with a lot of fun stuff you can buy there. And a certain percentage of all the profits go to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. A certain percent, that percentage is 30%, I believe. I believe it is 40%, we could, actually. Oh, 40. There it you go. 40%. I'm the cheapskate. Yeah, you're the real cheapskate. I won that fight. You're bearing the uh, lead. <laughs> and also, we have a Patreon. If you want to, if you want more of this, uh, you, you want to support us, you go over to Patreon, Two Old Queens, The Retirement Plan, uh, where we do a lot of similar uh, movie fun projects that we talk about and figure out how gay <laughs> they are. Movie fun projects. Movie fun projects. And that's it. We don't know what movie we're doing next week. You'll find well, out. Next week. Fine. But follow us on the socials and you'll find out. You'll find out ahead of time. All right. Alrighty. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.